0: In this episode, I'm speaking with Fernanda Alberici. She's a digital marketing strategist, elite certified Facebook ads expert, a speaker, and the founder of Fab Marketing. Fernanda helps service-based and e-commerce businesses to stand out online, to attract a consistent influx of leads and customers, and to grow a profitable business using tried and tested Facebook and Instagram advertising strategies. I first connected with Fernanda when she joined my membership, the Modern Marketing Collective, and it's been an absolute pleasure and joy to see her evolve and grow her own business over the years. I brought her onto this episode to chat about some of the ways that she has created her own success in her business, and she also very generously shares what's working best right now when it comes to Facebook and Instagram ads. We chat about the catalyst behind Fernanda starting her own business what her early business looked like versus her business today, the offers that she sells in her business, including one that she is about to release, the decision that Fernanda made that really saw her business take off and why it's something that we can all do, why mindset is Fernanda's biggest challenge and what she does to keep moving forward despite this, the three core strategies, these are really practical, tangible ones that Fernanda uses to attract more leads and sales to her business, the importance of and power of having a sales funnel that is tested and you know converts and why this will really help you sleep better at night and what's working right now when it comes to Facebook and Instagram ads for e-com and service-based businesses. I adored this chat and I got a feeling you will too. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Fernanda Albarici. Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online and build a business doing the work you love on your terms. Listen in for simple, doable strategies mixed with mindset tips and candid conversations with other entrepreneurs, all designed to help you turn your ideas into reality and share your passions with the world. Now, let's get into the show. Well, hey Fernanda, welcome and so good to have you here today. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. So, gosh, give me a little background to you and your business. Uh, for those of you that haven't, and for those listening that haven't come across you before,
1: who are you? What are you all about? What do you love? What Tell us about you. All right. So, well, obviously my name is Fernanda and I am a Facebook ads expert, digital marketer, mom of two girls, um, beach lover, wine lover, and travel obsessed. I grew up, I was born and grew up in Brazil from an Italian family. And when I was around 20, 21 years old, I went to England for half a year to improve my English because I was doing international trade as my degree. So English had to be, you know, good, good enough. Um, and then I got the travel bug so the only thing I could think about was traveling the world (laughs) I could not stay still forget my uni forget everything I did graduate though but as soon as I graduated all I wanted was to travel and then I found a placement like an internship in Australia and I was like yeah good that's good for me so I had a job I obviously then had money to stay here for a longer period of time. I didn't want to just travel very quickly as in doing tourism. I wanted to experience the culture. Um, and so I came to Australia with the idea of staying here for a year, maybe two. It has been almost 18. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll get you. Australia will get you. <laughs> oh, yes, it does, doesn't
1: it? And then I, I worked in marketing ever since I arrived. My First position was marketing and events. So I organized many events. I loved it. And then some years later, many years later, I had my first child. And unfortunately, the company that I worked for at the time, they closed the Melbourne office and they decided to just they had several offices in Australia and decided to do all in Sydney. It was probably more cost-effective for them. Um, So I was made redundant. Wow. You know, when you have a little baby and you're oh planning your second, I'm <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Maybe I'll start my own business. That sounds like a great solution. <laughs>
0: And we were laughing before we hit record. You're like, oh, I'll have a like I'll have a baby and I'll start my own business because I'll have heaps of time <laughs> on my hand. <laughs> yes, heaps of time.
1: That's what I thought. I thought the baby sleeps and I work and I'm like I was the same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then I started Googling, Well, how much do they sleep when they turn four months, five months, six months? And it's like less and less it's like, oh, oh okay, this is not good. <laughs> and
1: my first my first born was a shocker. Like she was oh my gosh, she didn't sleep. She didn't sleep at all until I stopped breastfeeding after she was one year old. Then mm-hmm. she started sleeping mm-hmm. for a year and then she mm-hmm. regressed again. <laughs> not so you to have my
0: let's, let's not even go there, Fernando. No. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to know. I'll just live in denial. <laughs> anyway, so you started your own business. Yes, that's right. Okay. So what did the first iteration of that look like, um, Fernanda? What did that early,
1: early stage of your business look like? So the first, my first iteration was, it was always fab marketing. The fab is for Fernanda Alberici, the B is for my husband's surname. Uh, so that's why. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, yeah no, I right? okay. I think People think it's fair for fabulous, but it's fair for. Which it is, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just sounds so fabulous. I thought, okay, I'll go for it. Um, it was just a, a small marketing consulting, I guess. Um, mm. You know, I was doing a bit of everything marketing yeah. planning, marketing strategy, um, content, social media. Yeah. I think I dabbled into a bit of everything, to be honest. Yeah. Even a little bit of STO I did at the time. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was doing, I was trying to find what was going to be my thing. Yeah. Um, and I thought now business owners need all the all marketing, like they don't yeah. just need one thing. Yeah. But what I found was that, okay, they might need a lot of things, but I don't need to be the one providing all the things. Oh, that's a powerful shift, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, you were Thinking, hang on,
0: I have to know everything. Actually, no, it's okay. I can just know this one thing really, really well, these two
1: things. Mm. So that was the the hard part because it was very hard to stay on top of everything. Like how do you keep up with all the social media platforms, the content strategies, the Mm -hmm. new thingies, and so many things happened in the last eight years in marketing, Uh, all the Facebook ads and all that So. The one common thing I noticed at the time was people asked me for Facebook ads. Mm. So clients asked for it. And I started doing it. Yeah, okay, I'll do. I did a number of courses. Um, and then eventually, I felt like that was my, I don't know if I say that, superpower. <laughs> that was mm. where I really, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing what I was doing. Um, I felt good about the results I was providing. and I felt like there was a lot of demand for it as well. Mm. So I thought, you know, this this is going to be what I'm going to do, at least for the time being. It doesn't have to be forever. I do not promise it's going to be forever. <laughs> but I started to really specialize into Facebook ads, and I went really deep into it. So I've done, like I did, um, more development and more courses Mm. and join professional memberships for Facebook ads managers and so on. So, and yeah, like the, and the funny thing is the second that I started talking about saying that I was a Facebook ads specialist, it's amazing what happened. Like, I know people, Hey, yeah. It's like, what, what just happened? That's when my business really took off. Oh my gosh. That's when it boomed. Before that, it was like, yeah, I don't know what's happening, (laughs) you know, really slow. But after that, really, it boomed. That's what happened.
0: And this is the thing of niching, isn't it? It's like once you decide or choose kind of an area or two to really focus on, it becomes so easy for other people to refer to you because they know, okay, well, Fernanda, Facebook ads, that's a thing. And for. Um, people that might visit your website or um, come across you, they're like, oh, it's really, really clear what you help people with. That's right. And so it can be such a catalyst for business growth. And the other thing you mentioned there, Fernanda, as well, was that you're not committed to this forever you may Mm. not always do this. And I think that is such um, a sense of permission for yourself that you can change this in the future. Yeah, that's right. And it can, I think that people get a little bit fearful of choosing a niche because they think, well, I don't, maybe, what if I want to change my mind in the future? You're totally allowed to. But if you choose a niche now, it's going to help you get that momentum That's right. in most cases to cut through with your message
1: and what you, what you're known for. Absolutely. I, a hundred percent recommend because I saw it firsthand. I, When I say the second that I decided to <laughs> stay that position, I mean it. The second, like in that mm. first month, I already got a lot of inquiries and a lot of clients. Wow. And I thought, what just happened? Like, how did this <laughs> even happen? I don't know. But it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh. It was claiming your space and claiming yeah. your niche. And then obviously, I was already in business for a couple of years. So yeah, it's not like people had no idea that I existed. But yeah, it it was really powerful. I agree with you. And you know, Facebook ads change all the time. And to be honest, I hear people cursing Facebook ads all the time. And trust me, I curse Facebook as well. <laughs> oh, You're God. like, yeah, I hear you. I'm there <laughs> <Yeah>. with you. <laughs> so it's not to say that at some point I'm not going to do something mm-hmm. else. Like I, The knowledge that I've acquired in digital marketing in the last eight mm-hmm. years is huge. You don't just learn that mm-hmm. one thing. You can't just yeah. think one thing. You learn a yeah. lot of things along the way. And, you know, maybe at some point I'll go, well, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go now and do, I don't know, something else.
0: Absolutely. So, Fernanda, what does your what do your offerings look like now? Talk us through the different things that you basically sell in your mm-hmm. business, your different services and, and products. What do you sell? What does that look like?
1: So, I, I have. Pretty much every offering under the Facebook ads umbrella. Um, I offer Facebook ads. And when I talk about Facebook ads, you talk about yes. Facebook and Instagram ads. Yes. I always have to remember to say that because a lot of people don't know. Uh, but they're all done together in the same platform. And then you can obviously stay, serve the ads on both platforms and beyond. Um, so I offer Facebook and Instagram ads audit. So for people who are already running ads, either they've done themselves or if they've done with someone else, that's all good. I can go and do an audit for them. And I provide like a comprehensive report telling what is OK, what is not, what they could change, the opportunities that they might be missing there, etc. The other offering I have is a Facebook Ads um, strategy session. So yeah. for people who have not run ads before, and they want to get into ads, mm-hmm. I like to offer that strategy session first to mm-hmm. see whether, what is it that you have in place, what are the goals, and then help you map out that Facebook ads sales funnel. Yeah. So cool. you have a strategy and then you can decide what you're going to do with it, mm-hmm. whether we're going to still work together or if you want to do it yourself, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also offer Facebook ads training, so one-to-one uh, training and coaching. So for people who want to learn and do it themselves, it tends to be very popular, actually. A lot of yeah. people want to learn. Yeah. Um, so that's another one. I have a very popular one, which is my Facebook ads setup and handover. Yeah. So I do the hard part, and I treat that as a, um, a done-for-you. So I do the done-for-you, all of it as yeah. if I was going to work with you for a long time. Mm-hmm. And once I, I test the ads for a whole month, and once that month ah. is over, I hand it over to you and I teach you how to run it yourself. Yeah, brilliant. And then I have my, obviously, my, my premium uh, offering, which is a done mm-hmm. for you Facebook ads, where I just take mm-hmm. over, done your Facebook ads for you. Yeah. for You know, whatever period of time we agree upon. Then mm-hmm. yeah. So those are pretty much what I do at the moment. Brilliant. Oh, and I'm about to launch my first course. And when I say I about I thought minute, I might
0: have seen that. <laughs> so exciting.
1: Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I have my, my dates down. So I think around the end of August, that should be launching. Yeah.
0: Yeah, brilliant, yes.
1: awesome. And who's that for? Well, oh, where I, does that kind of sit with who it's for? The Facebook Ads course is going to be initiate This one is going to be for course creators. Yeah, so nice. So people who want to scale with a course membership mastermind, yeah. um, that's who I catered the the Facebook Ads uh, course mm. for. Because I found over the years working with a lot of people that if you want clients, like, you know, I, I yeah. want clients sometimes, right? Yeah. You can get clients through a number of ways. You can go to a networking event and you get clients. You can do some social media because you you can't have 10,000 clients. Sometimes Mm -hmm. a handful is enough. Sometimes if if your business is going well, you might just need one or two clients every month. Exactly. So you might not need Facebook ads for that. Yeah. But if you have a course membership mastermind, you need numbers. Exactly, you need numbers coming through it. Like, and for numbers, Facebook ads mm. is still king. I find. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there.
0: Hey, it's not. Yes, Facebook ads can absolutely help in a service-based business, but yeah. no, I don't think they all need them. But when, right. and then same thing when it comes to um, this whole scaling thing or leveraged leveraged offer, yeah. um, where it might be the membership, like I have, or the the course, the mastermind, whatever it might be. Not everyone uses Facebook ads, but they can be super powerful, can't they, in terms of getting that reach out there? Because you are transitioning from, if you go from kind of more the client-based work to adding or replacing that with more of a scalable or leveraged program, um, you're most likely charging less than you would be um, and you you are relying on having more numbers in there. So ads is just a great way to get that
1: reach. Yes, that's right. So I, I worked with a number of course creators throughout the years. And some of them, when they sell their course or membership, they want to make like, you know, 100 sales. Like yeah. they want to sell to 100 people, for example. Not always, sometimes 20, 30. But yeah. even then, yeah. if you want 30 people to buy, well, <laughs> you're going to have to <laughs> attend a lot of networking events. There is a lot of work involved in getting yeah. those people if you're going to do the one-on-one type of marketing. Mm. You need something that can allow you to scale and reach a lot mm. more people in one goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's
0: a different level and type of marketing that's yes. required, isn't it? Absolutely.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: So cool. And it's so exciting that you're doing that for your business and now yeah. like oh, create your own
1: course. I know. <laughs> really cool. I'm very excited about it.
0: So I also wanted to ask you, Fernanda, um, you've developed your business over time. You've really honed into your niche. Mm -hmm. You've developed your suite of offers and you're now creating your own leveraged offer. Mm -hmm. What have you found to be some of your own challenges in your business, whether that's uh, when it comes to different strategies, not working, whether it's more your mindset, what has it looked like for you? uh, Most challenging times or experiences or phases during your business so far?
1: Um, for me, I think my biggest mind, my biggest problem to date is my mindset mm. and mindset, imposter syndrome, <laughs> fear, all those are my biggest, uh, challenges yeah. not, the know the practical things are not so difficult, actually, <laughs> but to tell myself that, yeah, people are going to want to work with me or that this mm. is going to sell or it, it just, it's. Yeah, that has been really the hardest part. And with Facebook ads, if for anybody who ever ran Facebook ads, and I'm, I'm friends with a lot of Facebook ads managers, really lots. What we find is that they don't work every time. They don't yeah. work every single time for every single person, for every single campaign. So sometimes when I have several campaigns running really well, I'm like, oh, yes, I feel amazing. I feel like I am definitely the expert. Look at me. But as soon as I have one client, one campaign that is not performing, I start uh, doubting myself. I start feeling like, oh, maybe I don't know as much as I I do or I think I do. Um, And, you know, I don't do this gig alone. I have I'm part of a membership group for ads experts so I always ask questions and I get other people to have a look at my campaigns to see whether I'm doing the right thing or what else should I be doing and oftentimes it's I am doing all the, the right things but <laughs> bloody Facebook ads <laughs> you know so my mindset has been a big thing for me mm. um and I guess the the other thing is well you know when we had COVID hitting obviously that was a big had a big impact on my business so initially I used to work with service-based businesses um and then COVID hit and I lost most of my clients oh wow okay yeah so the first that first or second month of COVID I thought okay well what am I gonna do I'll sit tight and wait yeah (laughs) you know I don't know what am I gonna do um but I shift, so I shifted my business then. I used to work only with service-based businesses and I started welcoming e-commerce yeah. at the time. And obviously, e-com- you know, retailers had to close the store so they had yes. to start selling online. Yeah. And that actually, it was it was my best e business. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so something that came from a huge challenge, uh. I consider closing my doors. Um, I used to work with a lot of fitness people, obviously, all the gyms and fitness things closed down. Um, And, yeah, it just suddenly bang on. It has just changed immensely. So nowadays, when things are not going too well, like, you know, let's not pretend this year the economy has been a bit Mm -hmm. annoying. (laughs) 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 annoying. Choice word. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I... Tend to remind I remind um, myself, no, hang on. Yeah. You know, you you know your thing, you're knowing business for yes. just five months. You're here yeah. for the long the long haul and things do get better. You you have to ride the ups and downs of business if you're going oh. to do it. So yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that and
0: congratulations to you for turning the business around when it, oh, thank you. you know, clients were cancelling and not able to continue working mm-hmm. and then you deciding, okay, let me give this thing a go over here. And that's amazing that it then was your biggest year in business. Oh, yeah. And then again, I really um, admire that approach that you have that is, okay, I'm in it for the long run and there are going to be years that are perhaps better than others. And there's going to be times that are more challenging and people are perhaps more sensitive or they just really don't have that extra budget to be able to invest in this right now whatever whatever it looks like and taking that longer term approach I think I think it takes some um maturity there and maybe self-awareness and knowing ourselves and um and I don't know like liking ourselves that we are like, okay, this isn't about me. It's not because I suck. It's not, it's actually the circumstances that are happening outside of me and my business, um, that I just need to figure out how to make that work and to still be in business around that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think it's very rare the business owner who eventually didn't go into a point where you start questioning Mm -hmm. yourself and thinking, oh, should I get another job? <laughs> you yeah. know, should I close the doors? and say, go get a job? <laughs> then maybe it would be easier for me. And yeah. sometimes it would be easier because you wear so yeah, many Yeah, it hats. actually
0: would be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then it's like, oh, am
0: I prepared to do what's needed to do? To yeah, do
1: <laughs> but the thing about it is that you You have to wait what you want. Why are you in business? Yeah, so. exactly. And for me, for my, for my lifestyle, my business works really well because yeah. i i do have young kids and yeah i plan my own i'd have my own schedule i plan my days you know i take i i take like two months holidays a year really mm. you know i travel overseas whenever I, I never consult a person to travel overseas i just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. go i say, do you consult okay.
0: your um your family you like Right, we're going. These dates, we're off. (laughs) Yeah,
1: literally, I I check. Okay, this is a good time to go to this country because that's where the season is nice. We are going to go there, Um, and I wouldn't be able to do that if I had a job. I would first have to commute. I would not mm. be here at all, almost. You know, even nowadays. Because that's something. Yeah.
0: If you're happy to mention, Fernanda, that we were just chatting about before we hit record, is um, during COVID, you were like, "No, nah, this isn't. This isn't working. We're not happy,"
1: and you moved. Yeah, I moved. I moved to Turkey in the in the surf coast, uh, and I was obviously it was um, something that I could do because I work from home. Yes, um, yes. And at the time, my husband actually has a job. His job is still in Melbourne. But his company has, a lot of companies shifted to now you can work from home. Um, and we agreed because his company have then decided that they were not going to go back to the office mm-hmm. on a full-time capacity. So he still goes to Melbourne once a week, right? Once, sometimes twice, but usually once. Yeah. Yeah. And that's doable for him. And that's okay for him. Uh, but for me, it was like, I work from mm-hmm. home. I'm happy to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um so we just, yeah,
0: let's move. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. And I yeah. know that you've, um, yeah, you're quite enjoying it and your kids are really enjoying it there, which is so
1: nice. Yeah, we So, love good. It.
0: <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, Fernanda, um, when it comes to your own marketing, mm-hmm. what has worked well for you and has that changed over time? What are some strategies or some insights or some um, lessons
1: and learnings that you can share with the listeners? Sure. So with my own marketing, I found a couple of things have worked really well over the years and still still do. Mm-hmm. So first, I very early on set up a sales funnel for myself. So I do have you know, my lead magnets. I have my yeah. automated email sequences, which I have changed over the years. <clears throat> they tend to convert really well. A couple of my lead magnets, um, the, the whole sales funnel works pretty much. So whenever I putting some money behind it and I put some ads yeah. for myself and I do run ads for myself from time to time, then that, those funnels convert. Amazing. Yeah, it is really good. So I know I have one particular funnel that I know converts very well. And mm. it's like, it's a lead magnet. On the thank you page, I have like a 30 minutes webinar. And oh, then, cool. and I invite people to book, book in a, a strategy session. And every time I'm promoting that particular lead magnet, Mm -hmm. I get a number of calls scheduled into my calendar.
0: So good. Oh my gosh. And this is so powerful, Fernanda, for you to have something in place that you've, um, that you know, works at least for now, you know, maybe down the track, you're going to have to edit that and try something new. But right now, you know, when you can put, um, you can get the reach out there, whether that's through organic strategies or just popping some Facebook ads up, which for you is pretty easy because you know how to do it (laughs) is that, you know, okay, this, if I need a bit of a boost in my business, I've got this vehicle here. Yeah which I know will help me with that. And I, I bet that that just takes the, I don't know, like a certain level of stress off because oh, yeah. you know that you, you're like, I know how I can get more clients if I need.
1: That's right. It does take the stress off because you know that if you mm-hmm. start putting some traffic into it, then you will get a number of yeah. calls scheduled to your calendar. And, you know, I validated that that funnel using organic yeah. Like yes. organic marketing like i have validated yeah. just posting groups and social media yeah. and i'm like oh okay this works organically let's yes. put some money into it yes. you know so that's one way the other way is um speaking i also find that usually whenever i speak i tend to get clients as well inquiries yeah etc so and i've done a number of times throughout the years I've mm-hmm. organized my own workshops I speak for other people's <gasps> workshops I was speaking last week at uh read gift fair lifestyle yes I yeah. didn't know you were doing that because I was at the next door I know, fair I was yeah we really should have caught up <laughs> I remember going to the beauty thinking maybe Emily's around yeah! <laughs> but I assumed that you were busy That's great and, though. Uh, you know I was going to a as well a little bit um yeah exactly you know with a mindset, I have to present. And da, 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 da. Yeah. Well but, done. Yeah. That's
0: brilliant, though. That's fantastic. It was
1: really good. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, anytime yeah. any I've spoken, many I've been speaking through throughout. Yeah. Sometimes on Zoom calls, you know, like li- online events, not yeah. just in person events. That works mm-hmm. really well. When you, I think, whenever you share yeah. your knowledge, your personality, you know who you are, mm-hmm. how, who you can help. There will always yeah. be someone, a few people who will resonate and exactly. will contact you at some point. So, yeah. And they
0: know, and even if it's not right then at that point in yeah. time that they're ready or need your, your offers, you've established that connection. That's right. And, and they kind of earmark, I reckon. They're like, okay, I know I really uh, resonated with what Fernanda shared. Yeah. I love her style. I got lots of value. So when I'm ready, she's the person I want to go work with.
1: That's right. And often we make those decisions way before we actually yeah. are ready to buy. I, yeah, I see myself doing this all the time. Yeah. I have that purse yeah. in mind and I know yes. that the time will come yes. where I will need that thing mm. and that is the person I'm going to buy from. I already mm. know. I don't even need, you know, other type of yeah. marketing. Or... Yeah. And, yeah, and then I think the last, the last thing that works really well for me is actually Instagram. Instagram works mm. well. It has worked um, more in the past, but I have to say mm. I don't post very often. <laughs> 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 I don't post very often. But whenever I do post, I, like, yeah. I do a lot of stories. I'm always on stories. Yeah, like I do cool. stories almost daily. Um, yeah. I find them easy. I am a yeah. on-the-fly <laughs> kind of yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I had a number of times people reaching out through Instagram. Mm. To me so, so good. and that's thanks to you by the way. Oh. <laughs> you I you know a lot from you.
0: Oh, so good. And yeah, that's a thing. That's kind of like one of my things that I'm like, okay, talk about Instagram, talk about Instagram because I have just so much belief in it and I know that it works it and works. I know that it really helps people as well.
1: Um yeah. Yeah, Yeah. At times, and and I told you, I was going through a big challenge mm -hmm. in 2020. Um, And so the first thing to do is, okay, let's boost your marketing, right? Yes. And well, what's the easiest thing to do? So for me at the time was posting and doing a few lives. I did a few stories. Then the lives didn't quite work as in... Don't work because my kids are at home, so <laughs> okay, I'm yeah, gonna have sense. to do pre-recorded because the live <laughs> is not quite working. But as soon as I started doing it, yeah, and exactly. I mean it, as soon as, <laughs> you know, I started getting inquiries. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> really?
0: Isn't it silly? And this is the thing I think. Um as as the longer we've been in business sometimes, it's easier to forget about some of these things that actually just work. Yeah. But it's really great and I I really appreciate this chat we've had, Fernanda, because you've been so clear around sharing and so generous in sharing what you identified has worked for you and um, it's really impressive because you're like, okay, I know I've got this funnel in place. I know when I go and speak, you see follow through from that and you know with your Instagram, when you put effort into that, you Mm. can see return, okay? And so you understand those strategies that you have for your own business that allows you to have some level of um, almost like the security and safety there of knowing that you have these levers you can pull to grow your reach and boost your sales and have more leads coming in so um yeah just oh brilliant so good yeah no
1: that's right like it does give me some certainty and I have to say as a digital marketer I'm hopeless (laughs) (laughs) I am so bad like doing my own marketing because I'm often so focused Mm. on my clients yeah and you know Facebook ads are something that I keep an eye every single day you know and Mm. you often have to change things and anyways but I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> but the thing is, whenever things are not going so well, and I I know I can pull those strings and just mm. bring my business up quite quickly, really. Mm. So, yeah, mm. it's been really, really good, like a source of comfort, I think, <laughs> certainty. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations on all your success so oh, far. You've on. built <laughs> Oh, you've built such a great business. You've moved down to the coast to create, you know, that, um, that location that you love and you're able to make the business work around your family. You're getting ready to add that leverage offer into your business, which is really exciting. And you've, you've got a trip coming up as well, yes. which is
1: wonderful. Yes, I'm very happy to go to Brazil finally to see my family after four years. Yeah, mm. four years since I saw my family. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it will be good. Yeah, it will be wonderful.
0: Is there anything that I haven't asked you, Fernanda, that you'd love to share?
1: Um, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I like, I guess that's pretty much it. Unless you want to yeah. ask me any anything around tips mm. or.
0: Yeah, for your yeah.
1: audience, feel free. I would love that. Let's um, do that. Yes, why not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's tap into your Facebook um, ads and Instagram ads knowledge as we tip off as we um, wrap up. So what, is there anything that's working particularly well right now, Fernanda, that you would say, mm. give this a go, experiment with it, that you're seeing work particularly well or
1: things that aren't working anymore? Mm. So it, for... E commerce businesses, I mean, just split them in two because they're yeah, different, different businesses. So, for e commerce businesses, really, videos, videos um, influencer content, mm. user generated content as yeah. your ads. Like, you can great. use those pieces of content, especially if you paid mm. someone, get that video and use it as a Facebook ad. Because if if the, if it's working well organically, always remember that what you're doing is just putting fuel in the fire. If things aren't working organically already, chances are ads will not work either. Yeah. So I take that organic reach is where you validate your offer yeah. and your marketing. Exactly. That's right. So and for service-based businesses, there is a lot of testing that goes. There. There isn't a particular one thing that I'm seeing working. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed, though, I have to say, everybody thinks that video uh, is working really well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be the one who says it's not. But mm-hmm. in the last six months or so, I have noticed that a still image has been outperforming mm-hmm. videos. Mm-hmm. It depends. Of, of course, if you have a campaign that your videos mm-hmm. are working really well. Yeah okay, great, go for it. But I, you know, I have always tested one against the other and yeah. for my own surprise, I have seen images outperforming videos. Mm. I cannot explain why. I do not know.
0: Do you know uh, with those images, uh-huh. are they graphics or fo- like just photos or actual graphics with um, text and that type of thing? Any any um, trends you've, or not trends but – um. I guess, results you've seen there yeah. or it's across the board, just images over video? Graphics.
1: Graphics with ah, a little bit of text yeah, yeah. on it. So because cool. if you think about it, a lot of the, the graphics, I guess, hmm. will be shown also in stories and reels. Yeah. Um, and so when people see, they won't actually read the copy. They, exactly. You, know, you kind of have to poke a bit to find the yes. copy in it. Yes. So you want to at least say what it is. What it is that you're promoting. Because if you only have a photo of something of of yourself, then people don't know. Okay, pretty face, nice, but exactly. But what? Yeah, I think
0: I saw an ad pop up the other day, Fernanda, Mm -hmm. that was just a still photo, like a photo. Yeah. And it was on Stories and it Mm -hmm. was an ad. Yeah. And I'm like, that's weird. They're putting an ad up that's just a photo. Like, I can't see anything. And then I realized, oh, it's because there's no text on there. It's an ad. And I have to click basically to read or click see more on that story on Instagram yeah. to actually see what ads about. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. Yeah,
1: that's why you do need the, the copy on, on the image that you're promoting. And yeah. that's what I found that it's working a lot well. And the other thing is to be quite direct on the copy. I, again, I'm, yeah. somehow, sometimes I get shocked by the things that I discover. Because, yeah. <laughs> really. And, and once again, everything is testing. With Facebook ads, everything is a test. So yes, there are formulas. And we, in fact, we talked about it, Facebook ads formulas the other day on your group, Emily, or the Modern yeah. Marketing Collective. You know, and storytelling always works really yeah. well when or not. But again, I found in the last few months that when you have a shorter copy that is really direct mm. and say what it is, say what the person is going to receive, it just has outperformed the other mm. kinds of copy. I don't know if because people don't have the time. Exactly. If they yeah. are just like over it. <laughs> you just know? get to the point. Get okay, the what point. is this about? <laughs> yeah. I don't have time to read the whole thing. Yeah. I,
0: yeah I've been makes amazed,
1: sense. absolutely amazed. Like the difference has been astronomical. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, thank you for
0: sharing those insights. I'm like, I'm just going to go review my ads and see what I can improve. (laughs) (laughs) But it was interesting. We actually found, we were doing some um, ads last year and I was so confident that this video would be the winner. But um, you're, you're right. We found that the static, the graphic performed the best for those set of ads. And, you know, that'll change in the future, I'm sure. But it's just interesting to keep an eye across um, across, and run a few different types of ads to see what works best. And then you can turn the others off,
1: let the ones that are going really well keep running and, um, yeah, keep testing from there. That's right. And then there is the one ad that I tell everybody to run. Ooh. Whether oh. you, are, you have an e-commerce store or if you have a service-based business, Run an email list building ad. Mm. So they add mm. the sends people to your email list. Yeah. Because as we know, your email list is the biggest asset you have in your yeah. business. Mm. You don't uh, unless you have a local business that just serves the local community, yeah, you know, like maybe a hairdresser or a cafe, yeah. that that's different. But if you have a service-based business like mm. me, who serves clients all over the place yeah. um or You know, Emily, who has obviously a a membership or if you are e-commerce store, your email list is the biggest asset you have. And so Mm. the more people you can send to that email list, more of the right people, let me just rephrase that, that is always going to serve you well. It it will, because people will eventually buy from you. Some now, some in three months, Mm. some in 12 months. But I found that that's that's the ad that everybody should be running. All the Mm -hmm. time. (laughs) So good. So
0: good. Great advice. Thank you for sharing that, Fernanda. I appreciate you sharing some of those uh, gems. Now, where can everyone go to connect with you, to find you, to follow you?
1: Uh, You can, well, first go to my website because all the goodies are there. And I do have a few guides and also free Facebook ads training. So that's fabmarketing.com.au um you can also connect with me on instagram which is fab underscore marketing um and those are the main two places where i hang out so yeah excellent
0: oh well thank you so much for being here today it's been such a treat we've um you've been a member of the collective for a few years i think a couple of years I think for at
1: least three years minimum yeah yeah oh, i love so it so good oh
0: I think so I'm good. still
1: gonna see myself there for quite a while Ah,
0: <laughs> thank you and I um yeah I'm excited you're gonna run a Facebook ads training for our members which I think would be wonderful you can share um all the the behind the scenes tips tricks and knowledge on how to get them set up and all that type of thing which would be wonderful yeah I'm so looking forward to it yeah I know you're like ah yes this this would be great you've yeah. got so much to share <laughs> well thank you for being here today Fernanda and I'm looking forward to continuing to chat with you and work with you and um, just see your business continue to grow and evolve.
1: Thank you so much, Emily.
0: Pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Emily Osmond Show. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down past all the episodes to where you find ratings and reviews. Tap write a review and be sure to include your name or business name so I can give you a shout out too. You'll find my latest resources at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You have got this
1: and we'll speak soon.